on my movie main podcast <laughs> yes i am the host this is the ghost bro show <laughs> this is your weekly ghost adventures recap show yes zach bagans adorable in this last episode <laughs> i wish he had a better name that i could rhyme like and not like be offensive with his last name yeah i anytime i think of bagans i just think of like bilbo baggins right that's and... exactly where i was going with it <laughs> <laughs> so what's up everybody uh i'm your guest host this week uh mike Quattro, and i'm joined here with my co-host <laughs> brian mccormick over uh, here no less names oh too late all right uh, yeah so it's, it's your boys brian and mike whoops. uh matt just had eye surgery so he could actually see what he's doing and then <laughs> just instantly regret joining the podcast yeah. thanks man yeah so uh yeah, so like I said, Matt's out this week, and so instead of taking another week off, I mistakenly made a tweet about watching Ocean's Eleven, and then Mikey hit me up about watching Ocean's Eleven, and I was like, eh, fuck it, let's just do Ocean's Eleven. So this week we're going to do Ocean's Thirteen. Oh, uh, I am actually no. I could do Ocean's Thirteen I, too. I, I remember that movie. <laughs> I didn't. I, I think I stopped at Ocean's Twelve. So Ocean's Twelve is very bad, like okay. notoriously very bad. Sweet. Ocean's Thirteen. It's it's not as good as eleven, but it's close. So it's better. Okay. It's a lot better than twelve. You don't even need to watch twelve. You could just watch thirteen. Same old hijinks. Ooh. It's with the boys. With the boys. Hijinks with, with the, the boys. boys. It's it's a it's a prime movie. Loose suits, a... floppy ties. Yeah, hijinks. a lot of a lot of weird suits in this in this movie. I, I, there was a lot the of early, like that's early two thousand shit. Yeah, like the, like there was the scene uh, with the. Um, when Saul was like trying on, he was like, "This is nice material," and right. he's like, "Yeah, it's the imported silk," and it's just like that thing looks like a fucking box. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's a, he's getting it tailored, so it wasn't finished. Yeah, but, but no, yeah, like you could tell this is the early two thousands with yes, the the fashion choices and also the uh, lack of real security that mm-hmm. we now enjoy with facial <laughs> facial, facial recognition, recognition, just yeah. like body temperature scanning. It's like no, like we have three cameras in a room, so we're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Also, the the idea that the same two people oh, had just... four different jobs in the casino and nobody noticed. <laughs> I think that's the best like analog for Casey Affleck and Scott Scott Con's career because you're like, aren't you? That they were in that one you were movie, that right? Thing, right? <laughs> I think you were that. You, you were in Goodwill Hunting and, and you were on Entourage, right? right. Yeah, you were uh, Hawaii Five O and Sad Boy by the Bay, right? Yeah, that's yeah. you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, so yeah. So Mikey, why did you blow up my shit to watch this movie? So in all honesty, this movie is as close to a perfect movie without it being a ten to me, like a ten out of ten, like. It's just one of those movies that I, like... I, li- I like the fact that your lovely girlfriend, Anna, here, Anna John Wick fan, uh, <laughs> oh, she just stopped in the middle of that <laughs> sentence and, like, just kind of looked around the room like, perfect movie? What are you, fucking stupid? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, by all means, a, a, like a 10 out of 10 movie, but it's one of those movies where I... Subjectively... Subjectively, I think it's it's... It's just like National Treasure to me, where I just love... Just swinging for the middle. No, no, but it's 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 a movie that, like, I grew it's up... It's I grew it's... up on this movie. Okay. And, you know, I... That's right. I, it came out in 2001 where you were, like, eight years old. No, I was just... Nine? nine. You were yeah. nine. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I was nine. Nine. But, but, like, you know, like, this was, like, peak time of, like, watching movies with my dad, and then me and my dad, like... 
Oh my god, why do you why do you take all the fun out of things with sentimental <laughs> shit? Just <laughs> I'm just telling you. Like, like, I used to watch this with my grandpa it's a g- before he died and oh so sad and I never really no, knew. those I'm... James Bond movies. <laughs> that's, why never, that's why I'm never gonna do them. Because <laughs> yeah. I Dude, do if not... you do one you have to do all of them and I, I, hate, just... I hate them all. They're all the same. Pierce and Brosnan ones were good. Okay. And the Daniel Craig ones are pretty good. I think I've seen one of each. So I've seen one Sean Connery movie, one Roger Moore movie, uh, one Timothy Dalton, one Pierce Brosnan, one Daniel Craig, and I was like, it's enough. Which Pierce Brosnan did you see? The one where he... Um, he I think he killed Alan Cumming, the, the Nightcrawler from X-Men 2. Uh, Jean Grey was in there, too. I well, think... That... I'm trying to think. I can't. No, Alan Cumming was in Goldeneye. I think that's the one. Yeah, the one with the okay, video game. I, the one with the video game. Okay, so then, yeah, yeah, Goldeneye. But I don't think he killed. I don't think he don't, kills Alan Cummings. But Alan Cummings is in that movie. Yeah, I don't that's, remember. That's the one where he's got the weird accent where he's like, I'm invincible. Like, yeah, he's got the Russian. Yeah, yeah. 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 oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I honestly, like, that's the most I remember out of it. Okay. Yeah, he was great in that movie. They were just. But, they were watching just, like, a, a drunk sexual predator just roam around killing people. Yeah, that's why I do not like the James Bond movies. That's why I don't like the Batman movies too. Eh, that's fair. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight that, hit, fight that battle again. I've I've made my allegiances known. <laughs> You're a DC boy. Yeah, no, it's okay. Big old DC boy. Uh, so yeah, you know this this movie just I'm. It's a very fun movie. It's one of those movies where I'll I'll end up watching it like once or twice a year just because it's like a fun movie that you can kind of like turn your brain off and watch um yeah I, I just i just love the cast like there's just a lot of it's a it's a good cast it's a it it, it it's a very early it's a it's a bro movie it's a hundred percent a bro movie i'm not gonna mm. fight that um i did not like julia roberts in this Dude, same. I like as I was watching it yesterday. I was like, I wish I really don't, really don't like her in this movie. It's it. I don't know if it's like she didn't have anything to do but be there. Yeah, like there was no difference between her and like the security guard. That's like, how you doing, Mister Benedict? It's like, okay, Terry. Like, <laughs> it's like it is like she was really just kind of like an object in the movie. That's a hundred percent. And was. I would prefer her to actually have some like agency and actually be like. She's the mastermind, like, cause like, what's how would she interact with, you know, guy who runs casinos? Like, what what's her deal? Like, she was was she a mu- museum curator, and her husband was also a crook in New York. Is that the deal? I, I, I think that's where it was because that's what he tried to steal. Like when he first went into prison, um, he went to steal like ancient tribal masks, right? And that's where that whole conversation was was like, oh, how do you sell stuff like that? And then Brad Pitt at the poker table, right. Brad Pitt's like, you can't, and he's like, that's what the problem is. Yeah. So that's how I think how we ended up getting caught was I think he ended up stealing. I would assume he stole from either her museum or a museum then if he, that if he, she was like, right. this is big money or whatever, like. But yeah, like, cause that would have been great to you know understand that dynamic a little bit better. Cause like, if he stole from her, then she shouldn't really be like, "Oh, Danny, thank God you're back." Or like, uh, yeah, like, but then like, or like, have him be like conflicted, like she wanted them, so it's like, well, I could steal these. Like, well, that would be a problem. But he was trying to steal them to get money. Yeah. So that this like, so her involvement was really like nothing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I I also don't like. Uh, he did not. They did not have any chemistry together, and I think it was very obvious. Oh. Um. And, and I think we we were discussing it last night, where like Matt Damon and Be- George Clooney had better chemistry than George Clooney and Julia Roberts. And I'm not. I'm. I don't hate Julia Roberts, but I just really dislike her in this movie. Okay. But like, I well, understand also, the they, drawing they power didn't really of her. Interact a lot. Like a lot of the like the the guys the guys in the crew had to interact with each other, yeah. and that was one of the th- the the things backstage is that uh, they all had to hang out even in their off time to build up their chemistry. I feel like George Clooney and Julia Roberts missed that memo, like, and and it's weird because I know that they were good friends, but like they're actually like... this was the first movie they met. They met on this movie. Did they? Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah. So oh. they became friends after. Oh. She became one of the boys, you know? Interesting. Because I read, pranks I read on IMDb whatever. that he... That he... Uh, Sent a 20. Tw- the 20. Yeah. Oh, I guess. He's just a dick. George Clooney's kind of a dick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, it's fair. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I heard you're worth 20 a picture now. Funny. Funny. But I don't know why... Her... Like, why she was worth that. What was she in? Like, what... What Julia Roberts was in? Yeah. Like, oh, was, my. Like, what made her... God! Um, well, off the bat, obviously, like, Pretty Woman. That's, uh, that's like, it. The Pelican Brief. I don't know what that... Why are you giving me this look? What other movies was she in? Silent and Silent over here? She doesn't have to prove herself to you. <laughs> well, I don't know when she was in the movies. She... So I don't know if she was in the before or after 2001. Oh lord! Okay. okay. Well, so put it. So put it this way. But like my best friend's wedding. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can hear Anna's trying to explain why Julia Roberts is is good, to to Mikey. <laughs> uh, so this movie, at, at like right before this movie was casted, she was the highest paid actress uh, in Hollywood. Why. Yeah, because she was I'm good. trying to figure out what movie she was Pretty in before woman that. Was like yeah, that. that was Pretty it. Woman was huge. Then she was in Flatliners. Then she was Sleeping with the Enemy. Then she was in Hook. Then she was in The Pelican Brief, I Love Trouble, something to talk about. She was in one episode of Friends. I do remember that. She was in Michael Collins, which is a drag of a movie. My Best Friend's Wedding Conspiracy Theory, a Murphy Brown, two episodes of Murphy Brown, good for her. Notting Hill, Aaron Brockovich, which I think won her an Oscar. I think Aaron Brockovich might have been the movie. Then American Sweethearts, which is a very dark movie. Julia Roberts is... She's she's no more. She's fine. I think you just you you missed out on the peak of Julia Roberts, and by peak I mean like her earlier stuff. I don't think you're like actively searching back for Julia Roberts material. Yeah, you're not like she's not like a Meryl Streep. She's not like a. I I wish that it was Sandra Bullock. I think Sandra Bullock would have made a better test. I think we already know what would happen with Sandra Bullock in this Ocean's movie. <laughs> That's also true. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't but, see it, which is another problem. It, it's, it wasn't bad. Yeah. It, it was like, I, I think it could have been a movie that wasn't called Ocean's 8. Like, I think if it just would have been like Sandra Bullock and the girls, like, it would have been like great. <laughs> what movie is it? Oh, what movie is it? Oh, just Sandy B and the Babes. You know, it's, it's what it is. <laughs> like, I, I don't. It, to associate itself with Oceans without it being, like, anybody from Oceans, like, right. it was just, like, whatever. Maybe they're trying to build a cinematic universe. It didn't work. All right, well, it's all right. <laughs> There's a lot more misses than there are hits with that stuff. True. Yeah, but I, I think, look, Julia Roberts is a good actress. You just have to find her stuff. She's all good. Right. All right. She, she was definitely, like, the biggest player on that stage at that point, I think. I mean, Brad Pitt has been in some things at that at that time, but he he wasn't like he's hot off of Fight Club, right? Yes, in this, in this. He, Fight Club he's finally allowed to eat carbs. Yeah, and you saw him eat every scene he was in. <laughs> George Clooney hot off like ER and uh, from Dust Till Dawn, and I think uh, Out of Sight. So he his stars on the rise in Batman and Robin. Uh, you know, then you have everyone else. Carl Reiner, who you know just recently passed away. Yeah, legend yeah. of the game. Andy Garcia, who seemed to be in a different movie than yeah, everyone else. Very weird. <laughs> everyone else is just snappy, 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 and he's like, "I'm Andy Garcia." Um, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, he was hot off of, uh, I think, Goodwill Hunting, and was Goodwill Hunting in '99? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, he was. He was still young. He was still. Yeah, he was like still, still young. He was wearing grandparent pants. Throughout the entire movie. He was wearing, like... The fashion choices in this movie just... Baffles me. As somebody who constantly wears basketball shorts and and hoodies, their fashion in this was terrible. I I, I don't disagree with that at all. Oh, so Google Hunting was in 97. Uh, I think he, he's this still... was right before the, uh, the Bourne... Uh, movies. Ah. Oh, so his movie before this was Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Right. And (laughs) he was in... 
Count him as a Ripley, Dogma, Rounders, David Private Ryan. He was a rising star. Everyone like everyone kind of like it was in the, their levels of fame at this point. Yeah. Um, but let's let's kind of get off the cast for a little bit. Let's talk about the directing of this movie. It was directed by Steven Soderbergh, mm-hmm. who is famously now known for just like filming movies on his iPhone. Yeah. And it, it's kind of had that same vibe now, knowing that he's he's done done shit like that, where it's just like. He kind of grabs the camera and is like, all right, well, this is what we're going to be filming with today. Mm-hmm. So, like, he'll, like, he had that grainy footage for flashbacks, which was, it was kind of a cool touch because it kind of, like, each person had their, when they got introduced, they had their own style. Yeah. Like, you could see, like, with the, uh, with Casey Affleck and Scott Kahn, it's kind of greasy and dull because they live in Utah, which is, I guess, dull. I've never, I've never been. Yeah, I haven't been either. Yeah, I think it's flat and dull. And then, like, uh, Bernie Mac's a little bit more vibrant. Same with uh, Don Cheadle. It was a very action-y introduction. It it was filmed like an action movie. Right, yeah. Like like an actual bank heist movie. I think we made fun of uh, the Matt Damon, uh, his intro, because it was, like, very, like, the slow-mo of, like... Yeah, there's, like, like, cut-up footage. It's, like, very, like... And it looked very... It looked super grainy. It looked like... it, It looked... It, it was supposed to, I think, each thing's supposed to set them aside. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that aspect of the movie. I didn't like that it just... I mean, it had to stop, but I wish that, like... I wish they didn't use the, those Affleck and Khan too much. They suck. I thought that they were good, comedic... Uh, they were just everywhere. Like but I think, that's, everywhere. I think that's, what, that's why they got them. I think because they were very much like two people that were very indistinguishable from anybody else. So, like, y- you wouldn't blink an eye if you saw them as a casino host or as a, uh, you know, room service. Like, they played the part, I think, pretty well of they can be whatever you need them to be. White guy face blindness. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Every white guy looks the same. That's pretty 100% much what it is. true. Yeah. <laughs> like, ben, uh, Brad Pitt walks into a room and I walk into a room like, wouldn't you? just here she can't tell the difference between matt damon and uh mark Wahlberg. racism that's the difference (laughs) i actually asked her i was like you know uh mark Wahlberg. uh, they both have square heads (laughs) one's more of a a dipshit and the other one's like kind of like a guy i was like how'd you like mark Wahlberg in this movie she's like it's matt damon she's like i looked it up before the movie and i was like you're an idiot Uh, Mark Wahlberg is my least favorite actor of all time. So when you saw The Departed, were you like completely just lost? <laughs> I haven't seen all of it. <laughs> yeah, we only we only watched like the first like hour of it, I think. Yeah. Even. Yeah, probably not. I think we stopped <laughs> and we just never picked it up. Like together, we never picked it up again. I oh man. Well, we were, well, let's revisit it. <laughs> we got stuff to do. Yeah. Um, Let's watch this Martin Scorsese cro- uh, cop drama. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's also it's, unintentionally it's, hilarious. Oh, I think it's intentionally hilarious. Alec Baldwin <laughs> is the funniest fucking guy in that movie. <laughs> yeah, that was unintentional. Just, he was unintentionally the funniest person in that movie. Just, oh, he's... Yeah, oh, man. But Mark, Mark Wahlberg was also really funny in that movie. But he was just funny because he was a dick. Yeah, right. And I think that's like... It's Marky Mac. Yeah. Like, like, I guess when I was younger, I think I found that more funny, so that's what I kind of relate to. Probably. But Which grandparent were you watching it with that made you sen- sentimentally attach yourself to Mark Wahlberg's performance in The Departed? Didn't I see it with you? I don't think so. Oh. Maybe, like, if we were hanging out, but I saw that, I did not, I saw the movie in the movie theaters, but not with you. I saw it with friends. Oh. All right, yeah, yeah, people I, that I don't, know. I don't talk to anymore. <laughs> but yeah, uh, all right, is because I, I, I kind of, I haven't really felt the same about this movie. Like this movie came out, I was, I was a teenager. I, like I think I was like sixteen at the time. Just yeah, just about. Um, so I know, yeah, well, whatever. I was older, so I didn't really connect with this movie. Mm-hmm. Is there any like? Like, is there anything that I should have been watching? Like, anything I should have been... Is there anything, like, you could... Besides me talking about... Sell this movie to me. 
just I'm trying to figure this one out. Sell this movie to me because I still am. I watched it again. I watched it with my dad and his aide, and I couldn't really get into it because they kept on talking to me. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it again last night, and I was like, oh, this is a fine movie. Mm-hmm. But why do people lose their like shit over it? Like, why did people go nuts over the remake? I. Oh well, with the remake, I I think it was because with the cast, the cast over the th- three movies, and even though Ocean's Twelve is a bad movie, the cast still like they have an unbreakable chemistry. Mm-hmm. I think all eleven of them were very very much um, just like intertwined, and their repertoire was amazing. So when you come out and saying that you're coming out with another Ocean's movie. But nobody from Ocean's 11 or 12 or 13 is going to be in it. It's just more like, what's the point? Like, we like understandably, it's a it's a remake or whatever, or it's like whatever you want to call it. I guess like a sequel in the universe or whatever. All right, because I think they alluded to that Sandra Bullock is her uh, Danny's sister. Danny's sister. Yeah. So it's just like why? Like I get it, but like why? Like, why, like, it would have been cool if you would have had, uh, Sandra Bullock come in and, and have a few of her friends who are all females, like, come in and actually merge the groups to one grand heist. Ocean's 14. Ocean's, like, 18, I would have been okay with. Ocean's 29. Or just call it Ocean's, or whatever. You know, like, I don't care what you would have called it, but, like, I think it was more along the lines of, like, the cast was so good like, although it could have used a little bit more diversity, I think you could have worked it in with the same cast. Okay. I, I don't, that I didn't budget would have been ridiculous. Probably. Yeah. But I think it's a movie that would have made its money back, no problem. And it, I, I don't think that it, it... I don't think that... The... Like, outside of the cast budget, I don't okay. think the budget would have been that incredibly difficult okay i mean also it, it, it said a lot of these guys did take less money to mm-hmm. to do this movie and this is the like, oceans 11 is a remake of the original oceans 11 which is a frank sinatra and rat pack movie yeah which is apparently very bad it's not great it's i, I it's, i'm not a fan it's slow and, and like boring and yeah you know the 60s yeah so what they didn't know how to make movies back then so i think what it what this movie was was like it it brought together an amazing cast mm-hmm. and it made kind of like a heist movie without like the action like it, it kept you entertained and it kept you involved in the movie without having guns blazing without it being like an actual like armed robbery or something like that like it was all just like sleight of hand like uh uh being smooth being smooth yeah like everything that Everything that, like, you kind of wish you could have been, like, or me. Like, anything oh. that I wish Oh, I could have there been. we go. Like, it was just like... Now we find it. We, but, like, every... You want to pick pockets on subways, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly... Just bump but, into like, people and but pick there. That's what I think it was. I think it was just, like, the repertoire that they had with each other, as well as all their individual skills coming together. It right. was, like, you know, there's only two people, two people in the movie I don't like. And... Who are they? Uh, well, uh, Julia Roberts, Julia Roberts, and the guy that played uh, the tech guy, I forgot his name. Oh, Livingston, Livingston, Livingston Dell. Right, I wasn't a fan of him. I felt like he's the tech guy, but that's the thing, he's the closest thing you'll ever be to. But but that, but that's the thing with the tech guy, you could have found so many other tech guys that uh, don't crack under pressure like he did. And like, he do you think that he was like worried about? Do you think that may have been a choice? Like, if you have a character who's like, oh, I'm just going to clickety-clack on these keyboards, like Hugh Jackman in Swordfish, like, just slap my hands around. Like, and I'm another cool guy, but now you have a guy who's sweaty, who's kind of like a uh, kind of a geek, who's, who does not fit into the... Bra- like, if you see him, Brad Pitt, and George Clooney walk into a bar, you're like, well, something's not right with this guy. <laughs> like, what, is, what does this guy have? Yeah, it's th- just like... I, I think you kind of you're underselling that character. I mean, I liked him. I thought he was good. I thought he was a nice. Because then at the end, he was more uh, confident and sure of himself than Matt Damon was at the meeting with Andy Garcia. 
because mm-hmm. you heard him on the the, the radio. He was like, all right, calm down, don't fuck up. Yeah, you know. And then, uh, yeah, I think I think you needed a character like that because you had people just like kind of swashbuckling in and out. So like like a famous turtle, a, I know. In a just, movie, in a movie scheme of things, right. yes, I a hundred percent agree with you. But if I had, if I was actually pulling, pulling together a, a heist, oh. like I would never pick you the realize guy. Realize this is recorded and put on the internet. Yeah. Okay. The FBI is gonna listen to this. All right. So FBI, we had a, make sure you get the best tech guys and put them on your list. We that's had what a I'm big, we had a big uh, boom in Virginia. So you know what's in oh. Virginia? Oh yes. A lot of yes. dumb people who don't wear masks, but I'm racist. <laughs> But they listen to the show, so I oh, like yeah. them. Oh, I'm totally Do your kidding. thing. <laughs> no, but uh, but I think that's what it was. It was like, if I'm actually making a heist, I would have went with person A instead of person B. Right. And person B is the guy that gets super, super nervous, is like definitely somebody that can cost at the, yeah. at the long run rather than somebody who's just like Brad Pitt but also really smart with tech. Okay. You know, like I think so, I think they so could have found a better you tech go guy. Style over substance. I see how it is. Okay. So, Riley Poole, the best tech guy in the any cinematic universe. Who's that? From National Treasure. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, sweet baby. <laughs> I love how both of you just reacted the same exact way. I'm sick and tired of this National Treasure bullshit. It's a great it's a, series. It is a bargain basement copy of what Indiana Jones tries not to be it's like it was better than what two of the four indiana jones movies if the two of the four are crystal skull and temple of doom yes your argument is very shitty <laughs> is it though <laughs> is so it? the worst of the like even like you take the you take the racism out of temple of doom it's still a really good movie yes so was national treasure no it's not it it is, and National Treasure Two is just as good. What do they steal again? Uh, the first one. Well, the first one they stole the Declaration of Independence, but that was only so that they can uh, find the Lost City of Gold. Uh, oh wait, no, that was the second one. Well, look at that. Sorry. You can't even remember what yeah, the fuck the, the second the second one they didn't steal anything. They just went to go search out the Lost City of Gold. I'm gonna kidnap the president. G- great scene and great president. Best president in any movie. I think if you put Harrison Ford in any movie, it's the best movie. Harrison Ford should have been in this. He could have been. Oh, okay. He could have been in it. I wish you. If, I think that would have been a really good like tech I, guy. He's the tech guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think that would have been a really cool crossover of like Indiana Jones and National Treasure. I think they could have teamed up together. All right. So if Indiana Jones was in Ocean's Eleven, he would have been like eighty-five years old. <laughs> he would have been so, so. That's what it would have been. <laughs> And he would have just would have shot everybody. Yeah. <laughs> just like, he sees Andy Garcia and just shoots him. I know my way out of here. Bang, 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 bang. I'm a teacher. No, but not not to meme anymore. Uh, you know, I, I definitely think that this movie was also one of those movies where I don't think people realized upon the first time watching like how closely you had to be paying attention like to it. I think I I agree with you. The first time around, if you did not see this movie before and not know anything about filmmaking or anything about like what obviousness is, I think this movie would have been very hard to follow. But the fact that they like hung on certain things to be like, "Hey, look at this air freshener. Yeah. Look at this air freshener. Yeah. You remember this air freshener? <laughs> it's gonna be play. It's gonna play a part. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry. That's why we're focusing in on it. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't worry. It was definitely handholdy." But I, I feel like that I feel like this movie was kind of like it could be equated to a little bit lesser of like the twist at the end of Fight Club, like it, where it's like when everything kind of circles back and you actually see everything unravel. You're just like, huh? Like that's like yeah. I I think what a twist. I know. Yeah. There's there are certain movies where you go like, oh look look at that. Like that's a pretty good twist. Like the Prestige is like that. You still never saw that. Oh wow. I never watched that. You gotta check that shit out. Yeah. That's some National Treasure Lover shit right there. All right. That's, actually, uh, it, that's high praise. That's it, high look, praise. <laughs> I'll, I'll go around right now. I'll, I'll definitely think you guys would definitely enjoy The Prestige. Have you seen it? It's a Christopher right. Nolan movie. It's. I do love C. Knowles. Yeah, you, I, know you, I know you like your, your Knowles. Um, it's. It's. Great movie. I think it's, po- it's post 
Uh, it's pre Dark Knight, right? Pre Dark Knight, but it's it yeah, it's post Batman Begins, pre, uh, and then I think he did the movie in between. I don't know, but yeah, it's before he blew up. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a really good movie. I would definitely recommend checking that out. But like yeah, like this movie, I I liked the first reveal of when they, like you see them. Oh, spoiler alerts! I guess obviously for this yeah like, this twenty five year old movie twenty year old uh, not a nineteen year old movie oh, came wow. out in two thousand one. Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, this twenty-five-year-old movie. It seems that way. <laughs> when they do the SWAT team thing, I thought it was really funny that like Brad Pitt did his uh, Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was. I think that was it. Like before Inglorious Bastards came out, right. you can watch this movie and have no clue that that was Brad Pitt. But because that was no. so obvious. So yeah, Aldo Rain. Aldo yeah. Rain, like that. What? That's another movie that we need that oh, like no. is on our list of what um you know we want to watch together. When you hear Brad Pitt and in Inglorious Bastards, you're gonna be like, holy no, shit, that's like exactly the same voice. Remember that, that the twenty seconds voice. he had in Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> yeah. That's the voice. Routine, move out. I I think like. Yeah, I, I, and also it, it kind of plays to the fact of that, like, there's so much going on in a casino that if I heard that voice, I'd be like, Brad Pitt, what are you doing? Because <laughs> like, yeah. you could tell, it's like, this is definitely the guy I was just, I was just on the phone with. Mm-hmm. But, like, because there's so much confusion and so much noise in the casino, and that's why I think that's why also the two white, uh, you know, uh, Affleck and, and Con were so two easy. White guys. Yeah. <laughs> they were so easy to disguise even though they never wore really a mask or anything like that is because there's so much happening yeah they never kind of played into that they kind of just were like okay well we're all here on like they're on like rails kind of like we have to be here we have to be here we have to be do that and, and i think they kind of and I, and I looked at the budget and i mean it is a quick movie it is yeah, under two hours yeah. which is i gotta say a delight anything under two <laughs> hours is fantastic just get it like oh it's real quick and it's and it's a and it's a snappy movie where everything just kind of moves so you can't really just like settle into a scene and be like okay well this is why it's gonna break down and they don't give you a lot of exposition which is also pretty nice mm-hmm. but some exposition is also nice too like you can tell that they all had a past with each other right and I think that was something that uh, kind of prevented that from right. Like, you know, you could tell that I they mean, were... I mean, I also hate those lines where it's like, Hey, Bash, remember that job we pulled back in, you know, 97? You know, the Rio job? And then they explain exactly what they did. And it's like, oh, well, this is... Ex- it lines up with the point. With the plot, I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't like that, but I do like the... Kind of the hint... Like, when they when they first introduced Don Cheadle, by the way, all-star in this movie. Yes. Uh, absolutely. I, I do like the fact that it's like, okay, well, he's definitely worked with them before. Yeah just kind of i would like i would also like more interaction and maybe more interactions i like uh, i don't know i don't know this movie's confusing to me <laughs> like know. confusing it storyline wise or no, confusing like in just like con- confusing in like because it is a fun movie mm-hmm. and i enjoy fun movies i also enjoy like schlocky shitty movies as much as anyone else excuse me the bubbly's getting back at me <laughs> but uh there's just something about this movie where it's like it tries to be too cool for the time and like and i think maybe it's past the point where now where i could believe it where i can't believe that like they didn't have cameras in the elevators so they could just take off their fucking no they were the of uh, the elevator cameras were uh hacked they were hacked but yeah much like oh. um, much like you remember how when matt damon. matt damon when that whole thing happened okay it's they did it the same way Oh, all right, just there's a lot of hacking going on. A lot of cool guy hacking going on. Harrison Ford up there slapping around like keyboard. All I right. wouldn't say cool guy, but it was hacking. <laughs> all right, go take off your jackets. Also, uh, here's something for uh, throughout the movie, Basher speaks in a Cockney rhyming slang. So that's what his accent was. So your accent ideology of what he was speaking yesterday was incorrect. What did you think it was? I said that it was... It reminded me a little bit of Geordie Shore, like a little, not as intense, but like there was some, some twang. It okay. It sound like my mom. 
Oh, okay, so yeah. well, your mom speaks very posh. You you want weird? Very weird. Do you want to give some explanation to what just happened? If anyone heard that? Uh, <laughs> oh, so uh, uh, Anna is uh, from England. Um, she was born there, but she moved here pretty early. But her mom is from London. London. She was poor. Yeah. So she should have a cockney accent. So yeah, like so, her mom <laughs> should have a very like not posh accent, and her right. dad surprisingly is the one with the more rough around the edges uh accent that's like hard to it's hard to understand no, it's not surprising <laughs> well where where's the he from fur, the further north you go the harder it is to understand a person oh kind of opposite so, from here yeah for the more south oh yeah the more south it's a little tough yeah oh okay actually even you go i think it's the more west you go is like normal and then like as you go like either north or south it's just like the accent's really just so just on that straight line yeah uh, and your dad is from, do I know this? He's been there. Oh, oh Shifnal, right? Yes, but that's a small town. Small, yeah, where, what's that in, like? Near Birmingham. Birmingham, okay. So, yeah, so anytime I, like, need to know, like, an English accent, I always ask her, and she's, like, the baseline of where things are. Or you could just Google it. Google it, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> Stop obviously, being a poor girl I from mean, obviously, a now movie. I have to. It's like yeah, yeah. But that was actually like when we is he sp- is he speaking English? When we first yeah. started, when we first started dating, I asked I asked her. I was like, in England, is that like a familiar term? When he's like, we're, oh, we're in Barney, and he's like, then he explains to me, he's like, Barney Rubble, and he's like, trouble, like as if it was like a like a slang thing. And I was like, is that a real thing? And she was like, I'd never heard that in my life. I was like, damn, like I, I want to start using that. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite lines of the whole movie. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, gu- I guess a lot of it was also written to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like, because also, like, he said a whole bunch of shit that no one understood. It's not like in, like, Snatcher, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, where they are basically speaking, like, straight, like, Cockney accents and shit. Where they mm-hmm. actually, I think, in one of them, they gave you, a like, a list of what each saying yeah. is yeah, i think it was so like, like stock and yeah. loading barrels so, yeah. you're like all right here this is what this means so if you're watching this movie you can look at it and like oh oh okay that's not that important but yeah like um i guess i mean now i'm kind of confused is like so your parents are like speaking like dickinson characters like good day like governor I... <laughs> that sounds more like her mom <laughs> yeah my mom my mom says like in it in it oh that's nice yeah well, yeah, it's really funny. Like anytime I go to dinner, trust bro. Like, no, oh. I wish I, they don't say bro. I say I say bro more than they do. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, All right. Like I'm. <laughs> Stop. <All right. laughs> oh, go on to back to Ocean's What is it? What is up with this past like three weeks of like podcasting? have just been off the rails. Just dude, even... everybody is just clustered out of at home, and like they just they haven't had experiences like this anymore. No, it's like <laughs> I do. Like, here's here's a plug for the other show, but I do like the the biweekly baseball show with my good friend Mike Flanagan every Wednesday or Thursday Wednesday whenever I remember to post it. Uh, yeah, but like the last time we just kind of just like went off on like some random shit, and even last week's episode with uh, Matt, we were talking about uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, and we we're just like. So what did you do when you were a kid <laughs> going on vacation? <laughs> just like totally. Just like totally kind of forgot the, yeah. the whole point of the movie. But I, I was, I, I really wanted to talk about this because it, it is it, like you get, you did kind of see like a change in filmmaking after this movie to be kind of this more like uh, edgy cut up kind of like vibe thing to it. There, there had been like, and there's like that Rick and Morty episode where it's like the heist episode. Never, never saw, saw it. it. I, the only episodes of Ricky Morty I watched were the intergalactic t- television. Oh, okay. So there's an episode where Rick uh, Morty wants to write like a, a a heist movie, and he has a pitch meeting with Netflix. But the whole idea is oh, it, it's it's an insane episode. But like they get they get they get some they try to steal something, but someone steals it, and it's like and Rick's like, ah, oh, it's a fucking heist. I hate this because now we have to build a crew, and, then, and it's like so they go through each stage of like building a crew and then like pulling off a con and then conning of the con and then like kind of like the double switch the belt like all this other shit and it it I don't know if like you you've probably seen the meme where it's like you son of a bitch I'm in like that whole thing mm-hmm. maybe I'll put it in like maybe I'll put it in right here. 
Rick Sanchez, you son of a bitch. Need some people for a thing, Glar. You son of a bitch. I'm in. 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 I'm in. I'm in. What's the job? I'm in. You sons of bitches. You son of a bitch. Thanks for doing this, guys. What's the job? That was it. Okay. Bye. So that that's that's the whole thing. That's my <laughs> new, that's my new my new gimmick. I'm just pause. I'm just gonna leave it in to be awkward now. Oh, nice. I leave like, it awkward. I really, pause lo- in the I really love that idea. <laughs> podcasts are too long now. They should have been ten minutes. This would have been really good if we stopped like right in the beginning. Yeah, Ocean's Eleven, really good. I used to watch it with my dad. Don't you? Why do you make everything all sentimental? God damn it! <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Uh, okay. It's on HBO Max. That's where I, I kind of caught it. I also have the DVD. Um, what would you say? What? Well, all right, let's give this movie a grade. It's it's about forty minutes in. There's really not much I could think about it. Maybe I could we could open up some other conversations to it. But I'm like struggling here, guys. I'm <laughs> dying here on this vine. Uh, agreed. Taking all right. So subjectively, we know you're at a nine because you said in the beginning of this episode it's a near perfect movie. Well, I think there was a different. Like, I would say the movie overall is probably like an eight, okay. seven, the seven and a half, eight. Something on IMDb, like that. it's a seven point seven. Yeah, I w- I'd probably give it, like, an 8. Okay. But I guess just, like, to me, like, and what it means to me and, like, stuff like that, like, I would give that, it's, a, like, a perfect score for me. Like, it's a movie, it's a timeless movie for me. Right. That I can sit and watch every day. Right. If I, obviously not every day, but I can watch it, like. Just on loop. I can watch Ocean's it very, Eleven, National very often Ocean and Eleven. not get tired of it. And I, and I think that is meaning, like, I think that holds water. Okay. But like on a non-biased, like with the like how the movie was in general, I would say like an eight. Okay, okay, I agree with you at some points. I do think that there is a limit of this movie. I think once is kind of enough. Um, I I think it is. It's fun. It's it's a it's a very tight movie. I, I, I do like that runtime. I like that, that under two hour runtime. I like that there's really no bullshit. It's just kind of mm-hmm. just like go. And all the actors are, are great. Elliot Gold was great. Oh yeah, he uh, has one of my favorite scenes. Like which is the the whole uh, like when they're explaining to him and like at his in his backyard. Oh okay. Like when they first meet him. Like that that whole I, I think it was like three four minutes of like that. What do you explain, like, like, the the burglaries and everything? Everything. From the first second to, like, the last second of that scene, I thought it was, uh, like, perfect. I actually enjoyed, which I was surprised how much this got me, when he, when everybody was at his house for, like, the the big meeting. And it's like, oh, you're, uh... Bobby Caldwell's kid. Bobby Caldwell's kid. kid. You you live in Chicago? It's nice? Get in the fucking house. (laughs) I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, like, just straight, like, no bullshit. Like, he knew it was... Yeah. That was like, a... oh, like this. I, I like that. I like that character because he was kind of like this goofy, like. But also, they didn't like overplay his goofiness because they would like some would have been like he's. Well, you're going too crazy, Danny. Blah blah, yeah. like kind of like that shit. Um, I I always like Carl Reiner. I think he's. Oh, uh, he uh, had some good scenes. He had too. some good stuff. Uh, I, I like. I like actually the scene between those two when right. he's like, "And where's Danny?" And Saul's just like, "They will be here." And then Ilya Gold is like, "They will be here, you schmuck." And I was just <laughs> like, "That's just it's like I have a feeling like that was just like uh, uh, improv, improv." Yeah. yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised if that was an improv. I think scene. a lot of it was like improv, but I do because a lot of it, it it's. I think there there was a script, but there, a lot of it was kind of like, all right, well, say it how you think they'd say it. I like to think yeah. that the whole like with the Matt Damon and uh, Bernie Mac as uh, in the uh, with oh, Terry Benedict, right? <laughs> like, I would love if that was actually uh, like improv too, because it seemed just like I think I think the <laughs> Bernie Mac in the car dealership was that was a great scene where he's I shaking that guy's hand. Love Bernie Mac. Two guys, like Bernie Mac and and Carl Reiner. Bless up. Yeah. We miss you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I like, like, I liked the movie. For a while, I didn't. I don't, I don't know why. I think it's because it was just trying to be too cool. 
Like everybody was like, oh. But it was cool. It was a. It, was it wasn't trying to be cool. It was, it was cool. Floppy fucking suits. <laughs> I mean, Danny Ocean had good style. I I respect Clooney. Brad mm-hmm. Pitt, what are you doing? What, what what are you doing with these floppy fucking ties and shit? Yeah. Taking on the the. He stole Ted Nugent's shirt. <laughs> just he, <laughs> taking was it the the WB like mid yeah. primetime lineups money. It, it's it's tough, uh, but uh, yeah, I'll give this movie around a seven. I enjoyed it after time. I enjoyed it a little bit. It ages a little bit better, and it, it reminds me of a time where you can't just like when people like I I still found it wild to be like I don't have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Like that's a wild line like right now. Yeah, <laughs> and like I, I think I think it was fine, especially uh, if you're the curator of a museum. Like you should have a cell phone, right? Like, all, all of it, like, everything now, like, Ocean's, like, I, I think that's why maybe why it's a little tough to do, like, an Ocean's movie now. It's because, like, you can't have these career criminals who, you know, may have been, like, like who may have records or whatever and be like, oh, yeah, no, I I'm a, I got you. Like, I'm on my tablet here. Watch Ocean's 13. Yeah. Like, that, like, everything that you just kind of blocked out of, like, why you can't do that, they address and they... And they get through it, and, and it's actually kind of funny in the whole scene. Don Cheadle, during that scene, is hilarious, and it's and it's really. I don't really... want to hear. I don't want to watch a movie where it's just a bunch of like people railing on social media. It's like, oh, these kids. Oh no, 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 no. It's like, okay. it, no, no. It's not like that. It's like uh, that hurts the business. It's like <laughs> where they're stealing from has facial recognition. Oh. So what they end up doing is hacking into it and like modifying the pictures. So oh. like yeah, like get that the, cool guy hacking. Yeah, that's Harrison exactly Ford, what it was. Harrison Ford yeah. comes back yeah. and saves the day. I would I would honestly say watch Ocean's Thirteen. Right. Don't watch Ocean's Twelve. Ocean's Thirteen, like I I give it the seal of approval. Ooh. Um, a lot of seals of approval going Ocean, around today. Uh, Ocean's Eight is a good movie. Oh, I just think it could have been a movie that wasn't associated to the Ocean's. This this uh, oceans movie does not get our famous hashtag of a fleshy woman. Sorry, no. If no, also, not. if this is the first time you're hearing it, I have that so because Matt's not here to dis- to do the disclaimer. <laughs> our hashtag for fleshy women is not like anything objective. It's more of that the female character that they have in there is not fl- fully fleshed out, not a fully formed person. It's She's more of just an object in this. Like, yeah. she's not an Ellen Ripley. It's more, she's it's, not a, it's a, it's a criticism. Not a, yeah, it's, it's a, not like a... Yeah, it's if, not a praise. If she was more... Because like, I feel like they, they sacrificed her character to make Clooney cool. Even though Clooney had, like, six lines of dialogue. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to steal something. It's like, okay, that's <laughs> And just raise an eyebrow. and then, But, like, like I said, I would prefer more... Like, if she was in on it at the end... I would have been like, whoa. That would have been great. But but it sure made it seem that way when she was just like, wait, Danny's going to have millions of dollars? Like, I'm back in love. Like, I was just like, eh. It's like, am I going to, I'm going to dump the guy whose business just got dismantled (laughs) because he's like, yeah, I kind of want the money back that I owe all these people. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) But yeah. Uh, but that's 2001's problem, not 2020's problem. So, all right, that's it. I think that's it. Is that it? Uh, I mean, it's, I, yeah, it's I, close to about 50 minutes. Have you been watching anything interesting? I've been watching that show on Netflix with uh with Zac Efron. Oh, where he does like the traveling, and, right? Like, where someone said Zac Efron has a dad bod, and everyone else, yeah, says dad bod's like fuck me, like, yeah. Like is this our yeah, standard? Like, now? That's what I have to like. Unrealistic. I, like I was a dad bod. Like I had a dad bod. Now I don't have a dad bod. Apparently, now I'm like a fucking I have grandpa. A, bod. I have a floating corpse bod. <laughs> yeah, I've just been uh, down the river for a couple of months. So that that's a really good show. I uh, it solidifies my stance that I just love Zac Efron. Uh, Zac Efron. Okay. I think I think he's a just like an all-around great dude i think he's a great actor um so if you're into like that kind of stuff where like it's about travel and like learning what countries are doing something to help the environment like it's a we it's a really good show okay. i think all right um i've been watching i watched the umbrella academy season two how do you how do you like it i love it i okay. think it's really good i enjoy like that was Gerard Way's Gerard, comic, yeah, right? from My Chemical Romance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this season is a lot better than the first season. 
because you have more interactions of the family and they're not all like spiteful dicks. Which, I mean, I, I like the first season, but I really enjoyed this one because it was like, oh, like these characters actually like each other. Like they're, mm-hmm. it's it's nice. And I got really invested in the love story for Ellen Page's character where she's like her and a, uh, like a, a farm wife are like secretly in love. And I'm like, these two better get together at <laughs> one point in this fucking show or else I'm done with it. And they do. And then I'm like, good. And then something happens. I'm like stupid fucking thing <laughs> but yeah yeah i haven't i haven't watched it yet i tried watching like the first episode right and it was it like i started watching it and then i was like i gotta do something and then like i never picked about it up so i want to give your it another edu- shot your edge of tomorrow reasonings yeah pretty much that's yeah. something that's been happening to me a lot lately better get on it better get on yeah it. i still want to rewatch that movie you should but it's, it's a good movie. Like, it's Eh, like how good could it be really a very good movie <laughs> it's misunderstood that's how good it is it's a very good movie but um all right i but think yeah like i i can't really think of, i'm excited hopefully for movie theaters to open up soon oh that's oh. that's what i wanted to ask you and since it's on the topic uh no Disney Plus with Mulan and oh, okay. and Black Widow, right? Uh, coming, I think it's thirty dollars to get the movie. Is now is that to rent the movie or is that to own want it. own it? Yeah, you own it on Disney Plus. Well, that's not bad then. Yeah, I think you have an unlim- you have an unlimited time with it. Yeah, why is everybody complaining about it? Because if you look at the people who are complaining about it, and I and I hate to do it, it's single white dudes <laughs> saying I'm not gonna rent Mulan. And I kept on, and I'm thinking to myself, like, well, it's not fucking for you. Yeah. It's for families, and it's for maybe a certain group of people, but it's not for, you know, single white guy who has Disney Plus. Yeah, it's it's more so I will probably rent it because it's not my Disney Plus, and I'll just have my brother pay for it. (laughs) No, but if I would, I would rent it. I mean, I'm interested to see. I haven't seen the cartoon Mulan, so I kind of want to, I kind of want to watch the two of them. Yeah, I haven't watched. What do you, oh. I'm a lot younger than you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Dick>. <laughs> Calm down. There's a lot of Disney movies I haven't seen. You're like I'm four like... years younger than me. That means you're like 20 years younger than him in the grand scheme of things. You're so bad at math. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how old are you now, Brian? I asked that question myself earlier. <laughs> I think I'm gonna be 35. Wow. So he's yeah. 11 years. 11 years. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You're yeah. old. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Open my house to you and say, come on in. <laughs> yeah. Have some of my sparkling water. Oh, it's really good, the bubbly. Son of a bitch. Uh, no, I think I think it's great. It's a good move by Disney because they saw what happened with Trolls World Tour where it made money. It made its money back. Uh, it, it was, it was going to be hard to get the U.S. market because this year, because obviously we fucked up. But there are other markets that they are going to put the movie out to, which mm-hmm. is fine. I think the idea of getting these first-run movies on streaming is great for families that would go to movie theaters, spend... If there's a family of four, instantly you're spending over $100. Hundred bucks. Yeah, 100 bucks. And dollars. your stupid fucking kids are going to be running around, and they're going to go to the bathroom. So you're going to miss the movie, and you just spent all this money. You spend 30 bucks, and you could... You could spend it. You could get. You, you could make your own food if you have it in the house, or if you want to go grab something, you grab something. You ha- you could pause it. You could stop it anytime you want. You could pick it up anytime you want. You could watch it whenever you want. Exactly. You still have it. I think it's good for them. I think it's it's good because also the families need to. They kind of need to stay out of crowded areas. Yeah. Uh, and let real Disney fans, just grown men, sitting alone in the theater watch Disney. No, but I it, think I I think it's I think it's a good move. I if because look I buy the tickets when we do group movies mm-hmm. and if I could spend thirty dollars compared to okay Star Wars cost me a hundred and eight dollars uh how many tickets did I buy for End Endgame like twenty twenty <laughs> like, yeah. so there's a lot of tickets and if I and then I said hey Venmo me like five bucks and then we all like hang out and watch Black Widow here yeah no I think I'm, that's I think that's yeah. fine I don't think you need I, I, the movie theater experience is one thing. I don't think you need it for everything. No, I, I definitely agree. So, like, I know that when we do outings, right, like that becomes like a whole big thing. But I know, like, there's no difference if me and you 
like when we used to go to the movies all the time together. Right. There's no difference between us going to movie theater or us kicking it here. Right. Like there's no difference. And what I am, uh, what I do question is like how long will it be available to rent? And like to when does it make that transition from thirty dollars to just being included with Disney Plus? I think. Do you think they go the whole like no theatrical kind of thing? And then I think take you might away? like because with Amazon when you rent a movie before you start playing it, it's like a twenty day rental, so you could rent a movie and just let it sit in your account for a while, and then when you rent it, it's forty eight hours. And when you when you start when playing, you start it's forty eight hours. 48 hours. So if they do something like that where you can rent it and be like, okay, well, I'll rent it on a Monday, but I know on Friday I'm going to have some people over, and then we're going to watch it, that's fine. And if you have it, I think if you have it for even four days after that, or if you have it for a week after that, that's fine as well. Because really, how many times are you going to be like, I'm going to watch Milan? Oh, so do you think it's just like a one, like is it like you you get it and then it's like a week or so? or like I think once you hit play... It start, there's going to be like a, a running clock on it. Huh. I hope that's not the case. I, because honestly, then, then what's the point of having Disney Plus then? Like, but if you're then, just going to, if you're just going to buy it, you could just buy movies then. But, but then what's the, what's the reason for renting it for $5 on Amazon? Right. Where that's 48 hours or like on Amazon when you buy like a movie, it's like $15 or whatever. Right. Like it's the what's same... the point of doubling the $15 why buy a DVD then? Because you could have it and watch it whenever you want. Right, but you're you're like this is a this is basically like a movie ticket. Like you're just buying movie tickets. See, I, I disagree with that because this is not like buying a movie ticket because in the grand scheme of things, a movie ticket's twelve, thirteen dollars. Right. So you're paying thirty dollars to watch a movie. You're only thinking about one person though. No, but but like yeah, I get it, right. but also like. I don't think with the price, like we already have a standard for buying a movie online. Right. Why are we going to break that to rent a movie online? Like, why are we going to double that? Like, I can I can go on Amazon right now and find any movie, that, even like newer movies, and right. it's like fifteen dollars and own this movie. And right. And they're like, all right, sounds good. I'm going to do that. But now Disney Plus is saying thirty dollars, and you and you only get it for a week. Like I think that's I think that is an issue of its own. All right. I mean, I think that it would be cool if it was like buy it for thirty dollars and you get to keep it forever. I mean, it could be, but then I, also, how pissed off will you be when it comes out on Disney Plus anyway? Well, that's that's something that you need to take into consideration. Are you? Do you really want to see the movie that badly? But it's just like movies today. It's it's almost exactly like movies today. If, if there's a movie where you're just like, oh, I'll wait until it comes up on Netflix or Amazon and rent it for five bucks. Like, people do that. I've done that with so many movies the, over right. the past few years. I'll be like, eh, Try, like, uh, I'll wait I'm, until I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find, like, the, How, what like, the deal is. Yeah. I don't know. This is, like, this is a conversation that we're both... No, yeah, really yeah. Know. I'm glad we decided to talk about it at the last fucking ten minutes of the podcast, <laughs> though. Uh, let's see. Jesus. Uh, hold, sorry, this is great, just great. Um, Disney Plus should wait. It remains unclear. I think. I don't think they said. Hmm. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know, but I also I think people just don't care because it is at a time of people might want new content. People yeah. might they don't care like. Like it's it's tough. Like people people are at no in November when it comes out are gonna be so starved for something that they'll be like, okay, thirty bucks is fine. Like here, like hopefully, I don't even, I don't even want to say it, but a lot of places should be open by then. Probably, hopefully. Again, I mean, school will be back in session. Don't worry about that. We'll have plenty of. Uh, with New York City, I think would they say if the. If the case rate in New York City for schools... Oh, it was about 3%. All schools shut down. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll probably be at 2.5% by then. Uh, I mean, hey. No? Yeah. 
I'm just playing. I'm just looking at the playing the numbers game. Playing man. the number. I'm just playing the sabermetrics on this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, it, I would like to see. I, I, I kind of want to find out the the more the more of what happens with it if it is. But I do think having the option to just do thirty dollars and then whatever happens after that, if it disappears, like because like for Black Widow, if it's thirty bucks and I have people over to watch it. And they give me money back. It paid for itself. Oh, it paid for itself, hundred percent. We like even if not, even if people didn't pay me back, it's like a UFC fight. Like, why pay sixty dollars for something? I think with a UFC fight, I believe you're able to continue watching that as long for as twenty four hours. It is oh, only for only twenty four hours? hours. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, I'm also under the uh, I'm under the the mentality that I want you know, pay-per-views to go away. Like, I I just, I hate that. Like, with UFC fights, like, right. we always had, like, with UFC fights, it's totally different because because it's a live fighting uh, matchup. Like, um, the main event can last the whole five rounds or it could last 30 seconds. Right. And in my opinion, that, that doesn't warrant the price tag that goes to it. When it comes to, like, WrestleMania, like, that you know you're going to get your full... Right. Eight well, that, hours worth. I believe that is Tyson, Mike Tyson's fault, where the whole like longer card mm-hmm. is kind of a a problem. Because I remember he had a fight way back in the day where he knocked a guy out in five seconds, and then everyone was like, well, "What the fuck? I just paid this money." Yeah, so yeah. everyone they like tried to build up the cards, and so yeah. with like with UFC, like I kind of find uh, I find myself in the same mentality where like I don't want to get invested in a fight if it's gonna last you know like the hype up just isn't there for me that's fair and i'm also i'm not a big like combat sports dude so uh no he's more of a steal your money kind of guy exactly he's a cool cool guy hacking <laughs> that's what he's about he's harrison ford hacking hacking the system Who, which which of the oceans characters do you relate to the most probably saul because i'm old as fuck apparently no oh, okay uh I don't know. I don't. I don't think I relate to any of them. It's just no. I don't. I don't know. Who do you relate to? Who do you think you relate to? If you say Matt Damon, you're a liar. I mean, if you say Brad Pitt, you're a liar. No. You say George Clooney, you're a liar. I think. If you say anyone else besides, I I was going to say Casey Affleck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not as as doofy as as Casey Affleck. I'm I'm trying to deliver my balloons. That was that's funny as scene. Oh, <laughs> balloon boy! Oh, balloon boy! Okay, all right. So now it comes to the point where it's the fun part. Tell the people where they can find you. Uh, Dquats on Twitter and mdquat on Instagram. Anything else? Not that I could think of. Not yet. Not yet. Not. Don't want, don't want people to support the streams. No, I, there's no streams out there. You're thinking not, that people can watch? Not yet. Not, not yet. Like soon. It's gonna be it's gonna be coming back soon once we're up and up and running in the new place. Not even friends streams if you're like, hey, I know no, this guy. No, no, hey, no. Uh, watch uh, no, listen to the uh, send the invite podcast. Uh, that's uh, hosted by our good buddy Andrew Parker and uh, the Landy Lodge, hosted by Nick Landy. I think we were just on an episode. I think. Oh, did it come out? I hopefully. Well, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Landy, what's the holdup, brother? Bubby. Um, uh, doubt it. Not uh, really does Perkowski still have his podcast? Yes, he does. He you just should listen to that as well. Charge of the Mound. Charge, Charge of the, the Mound. Mound. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I haven't really been paying attention to uh to baseball. Don't worry, nothing's happened. Yeah, like the Marlins got COVID and, and then the Cardinals got COVID. That's yeah, the most important. That's all that's happened. I'm waiting for the season to just be called because already my starting pitcher uh is a. Uh, out for the rest of the season. Cool. With the torn Achilles. Uh, oh, fucking, no. what's it, fucking what's his name? Uh, uh, the Soroka? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that sucks. So, I had to drop him and that was Oof. sad. Yeah. Uh, half my team has COVID anyway, so. Nice. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Also, you could find me over at Movie Man Pod on Twitter. Uh, Movie Man Podcast on Instagram. You could drop me a line at moviemanpodcast at gmail.com. You could also check out our bi-weekly baseball show, uh, Get rid of those sideburns. Uh, we'll be probably talking about some shit. And 
I get it's a Simpsons reference. Right. They but don't I, get but the I, reference. But I think sideburns are pretty dope in baseball. I, I think if you can think, rock the sideburns, I think you should. I think you just are focusing on one thing and not the real thing, which is the real thing is...